You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. The IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first-ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business. Run DNC. The Russians were in the Democrats' networks. Russian espionage looks at traditional targets. Chinese operators, despite ongoing talks with the U.S., are out for trade secrets in cyberspace. Investigation into the Orlando shootings turns toward the shooter's family connections. ISIS claims to have inspired the massacre. New breaches flood the black market with credentials and server access. The U.S. Air Force may have lost more than a decade's worth of IG case data. Microsoft patches, but Adobe holds off until it can address a new zero day. I'm Dave Bittner in Baltimore with your CyberWire summary for Wednesday, June 15, 2016. Yesterday, the Democratic National Committee and CrowdStrike disclosed that the U.S. political party had been successfully compromised by Russian intelligence services. Cozy Bear, APT-29, probably an FSB operation, had been in the network since last summer. Fancy Bear, APT-28, a GRU operation, arrived this April a bit more noisily. Cozy was peering into emails and chats. Fancy was interested in many things, but particularly opposition research. The DNC says it's now got its network security well under control. Others think this is just the beginning for political organizations generally. APT-28 has also been known as SOFACI, and Palo Alto Networks points out that this group is involved in an ongoing spearfishing campaign against U.S. officials. APT-29 was implicated in earlier intrusions into U.S. unclassified email systems at the White House, State Department, and Joint Staff. Cozy and Fancy are typical espionage efforts directed against traditional targets. Chinese services, despite ongoing talks with the U.S. about reaching a peaceful arrangement in cyberspace, are still widely believed to engage in economic espionage. A Chinese employee of a U.S. company is on trial for industrial espionage, and Wired reports, quote, an almost one-to-one correlation between the breaches and China's economic interests, end quote, in campaigns against German, Indian, and other countries' firms. ISIS claims the Orlando massacre, and some think this is a mistake, as Shooter Mateen led an unedifying life of drink, clubbing, and uncontrolled rage. But this is to misread not only the concept of martyrdom, which is redemption by death in righteous combat, not by following precepts of right living, but also the style, audience, and intent of ISIS information operations. It's instructive that the Cyber Caliphate's online graphics look like those you'd find in a first-person shooter's artwork. That is, it looks crazy, violent, and dark, like the kind of thing a tweener boy would have in his room. Investigation into the Orlando horror itself reveals Mateen's ill-informed but attentive consumption of various forms of online jihadist propaganda. It's also turning up unfortunate corners of his father's and wife's online lives. Yesterday was Patch Tuesday and Microsoft issued its customary fixes. 
These were overshadowed, however, by the news that a new flash zero-day is being actively exploited. Kaspersky researchers say that a new APT they're calling Skarkruft has been exploiting the vulnerability against high-profile individuals since March. Adobe has promised a fix sometime this week, perhaps as early as tomorrow. Verizon and D-Link also issued patches yesterday, with Verizon fixing a bug in the Verizon.net messaging system that could have enabled email compromise. The D-Link patch upgraded weak crypto in the company's MyD-Link devices. Several breaches again flood the black market with credentials. 51 million iMesh accounts, 45 million vertical scope forum accounts, vertical scope caters to automotive, sports, tech, and other interests, and nearly 8 million customer accounts from Japanese travel agency JTB. The costs of the breaches to the affected enterprises are higher than whatever the crooks are making from the sale of credentials. And there's a new shop in the black market bazaar. Kaspersky reports finding a boutique forum selling access to government, corporate, and university servers. If illicit money is being made here, the secret is surely volume, because the cost of access is running at around $6. That's less than you'd pay for a glass of Cabernet at a Laurel, Maryland happy hour. Or so we're told. The U.S. Air Force is attempting to recover from a June 6 system crash that may have eliminated records from Inspector General cases going back to 2004. Observers aren't optimistic. The database corruption, apparently a failure, not a hack, may have rendered the records unrecoverable for good. In industry news, Fish Labs, IBM, and others continue to offer threat intelligence and information-sharing services. We spoke with Charles Clancy from Virginia Tech's Hume Center about how and why information-sharing can be important and valuable. We'll hear from him after the break. In other industry news, K2 Intelligence, an investigative and cyber defense services firm, has been hired by the National Football League Players Association to help NFL players and their families live safely and securely with social media. We spoke with K2 Intelligence's Vinny Diagostino about what his company's doing for the NFL PA. NFL players, much like anybody who's, who has any kind of uh, high-profile job, um, the unique challenges that are, that are there really center around the fact that they're so accessible and they're so easily identifiable. And so whereas a normal person may have a Twitter account or Facebook account that um, should they have poor security controls on or should they post something that uh, may reflect badly upon them, the chances of it going viral are really affecting them in their, in their day-to-day life are slim. Uh, and NFL players are the exact opposite situation. They are very well known. They're not only known through what they do for a living, but the fact that they, they typically are paid very well. And so that makes them a target. That makes it more likely for somebody on the outside to want to make a name for themselves, maybe, uh, by virtue of embarrassing a player. Diagostino and his team came to this task already accustomed to working with high-profile clients, thanks to work with their previous employer. For us, it wasn't too difficult to sort of grasp because myself and our core team here on our cyber team are all former FBI agents. And so this is stuff we were dealing with very often uh, on the government side where we would have victims come to the FBI, whether they were former athletes or, or people that are otherwise in the limelight, actresses, uh, musicians, et cetera, 
and become victims of these types of attacks. So the first step for any of these cases is to identify sort of that digital footprint that exists for that player. You know, what accounts are out there? And you'd be surprised at how often um, players or, or any of our high-profile clients will tell us, well, I have three or four accounts. I have you know, one email, one Facebook, one Twitter account, and that's it. And once we start digging into that background and looking at what other accounts are associated with email accounts they may have owned in the past or other online accounts, we might find 30 or 40 orphaned accounts out there that are, are vectors for bad guys to use to gain access to more critical accounts. So they can start with an abandoned AOL account. They can start with an abandoned MySpace account and use that to pivot within those social media profiles to, to gain access to other accounts, which is a real danger. Putting the proper technical security measures in place is important, but Vinny Diagostino emphasized the importance of providing specific training for the players and their families as well. The use of social media is so widespread that not many people spend time to talk about you know, how are you securing your account? You know, oh, I have a password. Well, how strong is the password? Do you have two-factor set up? Um, do you have alerts, alerting set up? So if somebody logs in from an unknown IP address, are you going to be, become aware of that? Who has access to those accounts? Um, who in your entourage have you given uh, you know, access to, to your Twitter account for whatever reason? Do they still have access? Should they have access? Um, things like that. And so there's always an educational component to that that I think really benefits them going forward because it's sort of the teach a man the fish philosophy where now they leave and they're in a much better posture um, for themselves and many times for their families to let them know the things that they can do to to better secure their their accounts. That's Vinny Diagostino from K2 Intelligence. Finally, deep learning is now the popular name for a lot of stuff we used to call artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence sounded scary enough, and yes, thank you, we did see the Terminator back in the day. But deep learning sounds positively occult, the kind of esoterica the sorcerer's apprentice read from his mentor's book of spells. And that didn't end well either. But before you turn off your water and lock up your brooms, Wired wants you to remember, it's all just math. Read the whole thing, and if you have trouble finding it, there's always a link in the CyberWire's daily issue. And now, a word from our sponsor, Zscaler, the leader in cloud security. Cyber attackers are using AI in creative ways to compromise users and breach organizations. In a security landscape where you must fight AI with AI, the best AI protection comes from having the best data. Zscaler has extended its zero-trust architecture with powerful AI engines that are trained and tuned by 500 trillion daily signals. Learn more about Zscaler Zero Trust plus AI to prevent ransomware and AI attacks. Experience your world secured. Visit zscaler.com slash zero trust AI. Are lengthy security reviews pulling attention away from your security program? With the largest network of trust centers, Vanta can help you streamline security reviews to win customer trust, save time, and close deals fast. Proactively demonstrate security by showcasing key resources like your SOC 2 or ISO 27001 and provide real-time evidence for passing controls. And when a security questionnaire is required, Vanta takes the first pass for you. Visit vanta.com slash cyber to take a self-serve tour. That's vanta.com slash cyber. 
Joining me once again is Dr. Charles Clancy, director of the Hume Center for National Security and Technology at Virginia Tech. Charles, I know one of your cybersecurity research initiatives is in the area of information sharing. Uh, well, not everyone has uh, broad visibility to the Internet uh, in the same way that, uh, for example, the NSA may have. Um, and it, as an individual organization uh, trying to combat a threat that's coming at you from many different vectors across the Internet, uh, the only way to effectively do that is to kind of pool the resources with your peer organizations. Uh, and so we're seeing information sharing as, as a key trend uh, between uh, peer organizations in order for them to have the data needed to do the analytics necessary to combat the growing cyber threat. And so what kind of work are you all doing to, to help move this along? We are working uh, currently with the telecommunications industry on uh, sticks and taxi. Uh, sticks and taxi are two standards that were originally developed with funding from DHS uh, but are now international standards uh, for information sharing. And we're currently working on a pilot with the telecommunications sector to begin to allow um, other operators and landline operators the ability uh, to share information about threats to their subscribers and their network, the, the networks themselves. And so what's the, what's the desired outcome once we are able to share information in a more efficient way? What are we hoping to, to have come from that? So once we can more efficiently share information, then we can begin to pool analytic resources. Most recently, the DHS and the White House have proposed the development of these Information Sharing Analysis Organizations, or ISAOs, uh, which would be industry-oriented groups that would be able to uh, take all this data that has been shared among uh, peers and use that as a part of uh, an analytic process that would help uh, identify who the specific actors are and be able to develop better policies uh, for remediation of those threats. Dr. Charles Clancy, thanks for joining us. Struggling to secure on-prem apps with modern identity? Don't worry, you're not alone. Join industry leaders from Fortune 500 organizations to secure your apps on any cloud with any IDP, regardless of your environment's complexity. Meet Strata's identity orchestration platform, Mavericks. Say goodbye to the headaches of app refactoring and legacy tech debt. With identity orchestration, you can modernize legacy apps to use MFA or passwordless authentication in a few weeks, migrate from one IDP to another, and so much more without changing the app. No matter your IAM use case, Strata extends the value of your current identity investments. And the best part? You can try it for free today. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire to share your biggest identity challenge, and they'll hook you up with a complimentary pair of AirPods Pro. Don't miss out. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire. That's strata.io slash cyberwire. And that's the Cyberwire. We are proudly produced in Maryland by our talented team of editors and producers. I'm Dave Bittner. Thanks for listening. Hey, all, Rick here. At N2K Cyberwire, we're dedicated to continuously improving the quality of the news and commentary on our network. That's why we're inviting you to participate in our 2024 audience survey. It only takes a few minutes and your feedback is invaluable. Plus, you'll have the chance to win a $100 Amazon gift card as a thank you for your time. Head on over to cyberwire.com survey 
That's cyberwire.com slash survey to share your feedback now.